Hi, everybody. We have more with Anna Maria starting January 28th. She is making the leap into her new podcast show. She's extremely nationally and widely known for her journalism, uh, especially on The Current on CBC Radio, which is still airing. So we're really excited to share her segue and her new show called More with Anna Maria. Hi, Anna. Hello. How have you been? We hear that you're in New Orleans at the moment. I am in New Orleans. There's um, a festival of music, uh, Folk uh, Alliance International. So it's it's um, every kind of folk music, Cajun, Zydeco, um, bluegrass, roots music, um, mixes of things, traditional jazz. Uh, a lot of people here, a lot of Canadians actually. And um, I'm just here for a few days. Oh, that's very exciting. So throughout your many years of traveling and doing your CBC radio show, I bet you have seen and heard so many stories and shared so many people's uh, really intriguing and different kind of backgrounds. So let's talk about where you started on CBC radio. Radio in Fredericton in New Brunswick. Um, I was just turning 24 and I became the host of the morning show there. I had spent three years in private radio and I was the host of the morning show for the better part of a year, not quite a year. And I realized then that I really needed to be a street reporter. It, I didn't really want to be in the studio. I wanted to be out on the street meeting people, telling their stories. So by the time I got to the current, I was happy to go into a studio, but it was a different kind of studio, you know? Um, but that's where I started at CBC in Fredericton. So we hear that your new podcast, which is on CBC Listens and iTunes and all of that fun jazz, that it is quite a different uh, way that you're doing your interviews. It's quite in-depth, and you've got some really amazing TV stars as your first uh, podcast coming out on the 28th of January. I do. I've got uh, Catherine O'Hara is my first guest. Um, David Suzuki is, uh, I'm not sure where he is on the lineup, but yeah. Um, yes, these are people who I'm just trying to figure out how people think. I mean, the one thing that has intrigued me and been a thread through my career is I'm just really interested in other people, how they get where they get, how they think what they're thinking. And, I mean, in news, I did that, you know, what are you thinking about this thing that's happening in front of us? And um, Sometimes when you're talking to people without that, that hard deadline um, and hard news hook or even current affairs hook, you can still want to know about, you know, what they're thinking in a wider, in a wider way. And that's what I'm hoping that, um, that the listeners of the podcast can, as they listen to my conversations with these guests, Wow, we can really feel your authenticity, and you have a very calming but fun and engaging voice, you know. we I really enjoy to hear you, and I have heard a lot of your product online as well, um, researching you. But it was kind of crazy growing up, I have listened to you. So talking to you is kind of surreal that when Joanna from CBC said, okay, you're going to talk to Anna Maria, I thought, 
Oh, wow. Like, people, you're a household name. You're also kind of named as one of Canada's trusted, most trusted journalists. How does that make you feel? Woman, though, like beautiful. Well, I, I, I like to tell people, you know, your, your career is a marathon; it's not a sprint. And you can, you can change. Just you can start in one place and you can move over or move around in in journalism. And I know it's harder to get into journalism these days, but but the sort of the, journalism is a lot of things, and it, it matters that people do the kind of work that 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 they're drawn to and then do it well. Well, being um, a journalist in itself is kind of like a, a secret power, and maybe you're behind the, the mic or whatnot, but the voice and being on radio is a big deal. It's like the max kind of media potential uh, seen in behind the scenes with media, because you can get to such a broad range and so many people, actually, even almost an, if equivalent to television. So you have been on television many times, and you're a very well-presented woman, very respected. I'm not surprised that people look at you in a very professional format. But it's kind of like, tell us a little bit more what it got, how you got to where you are. Like, where did you actually start with learning journalism and then landing your first gig? How did that all happen? an honors bachelor from the University of Windsor, not a journalism school. Um, a communication school was in my city. I grew up in Windsor. And um, I, I put out a hundred resumes, and half of them said print, and half of them said broadcast. And uh, But by that time, I had been, you know, I'd been involved in student newspaper and student radio, and I got a job offer in CKEC New Glasgow. And the more... I did things the more I learned and the more I realized what I liked and the more I looked around and thought, oh, I should, you know, if I want to do that kind of reporting, how do I get there? That kind of thing. So um, it was a big learning curve. Um, but, I, you know, I saw the country. I worked in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. I worked in Halifax, Fredericton, Edmonton. Uh, I worked in Ottawa. And then I started traveling overseas for the CBC. But, um, but I started off with a little tiny radio station where you had to do everything. You had to cover you had to do the newscast and in some ways that's still some of the best training in radio right just keep doing it and when you make mistakes you pick yourself up and do it again um and over time um i would look around and i'd look at other people's reporting and people i admired and people whose work i liked and i think how can i do that and then i would kind of look at the holes in my own development and say okay i need to i need to know more about political reporting how do i do that how do i 
And I just kept paying attention to other people. And I would, you know, just keep going like that. What kind of souls and personalities do you usually resonate with the most? most challenging um you know I, I don't want to say being a woman in radio is challenging or whatnot but I think if we face that fact there has definitely been challenges with being your own and taking charge and having your own show what's that been like pretty cool <laughs> it's good that there's the change you know everything that's going on with movements of sorts for women has definitely put a good a better view for us to pave paths and inspire other younger women or whatever but it's just being who you are is so much is so much joy and power that sometimes people don't understand that if they would just make their own and have their own voice, which you do have and which is very inspiring to us, then they could put their point of view out to the world because there's many that share our point of view, right? to 
being on number two at radio or number one at radio. Still today, number one and two at radio are women. That's um, amazing. So, so that's, you know, and so you see women in all sorts of roles. You see them as bosses. You see them as assignment editors. You see them as host producers. Um, you know, my executive producer, of the, all the pr- executive producers I have at the current, only one was a man. So you see women in these roles, and the more you see them in these roles, the more other people realize they can do it too, which is why it's so important as well for racialized women to see, um, to see women, racialized women in, in role, you know, in, in roles of, of, you know, bosses' roles and roles on air and things like that, because then people can realize they can do that too. Yeah, exactly. When you do what you're doing, that's how you do inspire others. Exactly. So you have a family. What does your family think about your career? Well, I have a family because I am uh, with my partner and he has kids. I don't have kids of my own. Yeah. Um, so um, they met me when the career was well underway. And they're, uh, they're intrigued. They're supportive. It's all good. I mean, his kids are adult kids. And they're with us in New Orleans. And one of his daughters with us right now. But, um... You know, you know exactly behind the scenes and how it works out in the end. <laughs> so when you do interviews for people, is it quite interesting to talk about yourself instead of it being the topic on somebody else? How does that feel for you? No, it's very hard to talk about myself because I've really come from that um, reporter kind of training where you're not supposed to talk about yourself. You're, you know, that the story is not you, and I've always been comfortable with that because I know I talk a lot, and I know I'm on the air, but I started out as a very shy person, so it wouldn't occur to me to talk about myself, um, and so this is a, this is one of the changes in, in the podcast where I kind of pipe up a little more than I would. I piped up a little bit on the current, but not much, um, but we have a chance to go down a rabbit hole sometimes, and um, it's kind of um, it's kind of fun to, you know, say, well, wait a minute. You know, I can identify with what you're saying, that kind of thing. Well, we'll ask you one more question. What has been the difference with having your own podcast uh, opposed to being uh, the host for CBC Radio podcast or radio? Uh, well, a couple of things. One is it's a finite podcast. It's 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 ten, and it's not like daily, and it's not as tied to current affairs. So with current affairs, you are tied to what's going on in the what's going on in the world right like at that point in time and we want you to be able to listen to this podcast even if you listen say two months later we still have resonance and relevance because we're talking about something that that's a little more immersive than solely what's going on in the world at the time and um i mean for me in terms of working i'm i'm a huge news hound i'm always absorbing news and information and with the current i was absorbing it even 
even more, and literally like turning it around within 24 hours or 36 hours or 48 hours or a week. So I'm still absorbing, but not absorbing with the idea that I'm going to spit it out again <laughs> at a different. So it's a different kind of um, ability to to do things. You know, when you're working every morning and every night on stories for the next day, you don't have as much think space beyond those stories. So this has given me more time to think and be creative on another level. And I hope that shows on the podcast. Wow, I can't wait to hear the first episode with Catherine O'Hara. We are huge fans of uh, her show, Shit's Creek. So when you got to sit down with her, what is something that you learned about her that you didn't know? Well, a couple of things. So I actually was talking to her. She was in L.A. and I was in Toronto. But I said to her, every time I tell someone I'm going to talk to her, they have the reaction you just had, right? Everyone loves her. Mm -hmm. There's no one who doesn't love her. Like, she's one of those people. Yeah. She's a real, um, she's a collaborative uh, actor, right? Like, she's always, she always works with a family, a group of people. And um, I wanted to know more about why that, that was important to her, that collaboration. So we talk about that. And then uh, we talk a little bit about U.S. politics because I realized no one ever asked her. So I did. So you can hear a little bit of that. Um, but, you know, and her belief that collaboration and talking to each other, communicating, and kind of being part of something together is actually a great way forward, not only with acting, but maybe perhaps with living in times of uh, so much polarization yeah so we talked a little bit about that and that was really fun it was fun to hear her talk about those things and how does that all that work maybe that's more of a behind the scene question but it's when you decide who you want on the show how is that process how would people who are your fans or listen to you business people or even artists how would they get on your show I know I'm asking like too many questions at this point, but it's like, oh, no, I want to keep talking. Okay. But um, with new journalism, the way media is streamed out to, to apps and the way everything is going uh, in the industry, when you see bloggers and other websites popping up who are trying to share, you know, other people's stories of uh, current affairs and not, and more entertainment. What do you think about that? Are you in yourself into media and being a fan of other people's uh, sites and, and podcasts? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I, I mean, again, my only fault is that I can't listen to enough. And I've, I've, I have eclectic tastes, so I listen to a lot of things. So, um, you know, there's a gamut of... Um, of um, Conversation podcast, Renny Eagle Lodge, um, who wrote, I've, why I've stopped talking with people who are being black, I'm, I'm listening to her podcast, I'm listening to, um, oh, you know, that, like, I listen to Mark Maron, I'll listen to Alec Baldwin, I'll listen to, um, uh, James O'Brien in Britain, um, 
I'll listen to there's a there's a show in the states called After Dark, which is uh, which investigative and looks at a, a guy accused of murder and tried six times, and it actually it, it's the whole season. They move to this small town and they cover it, and he ends up getting a another hearing before the Supreme Court because of their journalism. So it's that kind of thing that. Um, you know, I'm listening to all of those. The CBC has a ton of great ones. You know, um, um, Kate went impressed with uh, The Shadows. She's got a new one coming up now. Um, the Uncover series. Nexium. Uh, Michelle Shepard's latest, uh, Hunting Warhead. I mean, I could go on, right? There's yeah. A bunch of them. Uh, Connie Walker's Finding Cleo, which was, you know, was such a great story. Um, so well told. Um, I, you I find that a lot of people, the way they approach language and communication, and then they don't, you know, connect with people. What do you think the key is to that, especially when you're just on the phone with them? So I guess that's pretty good advice for people who are looking to achieve a career uh, such as yours, but it has not been um, a, a short career. It has been something that you're, you're very passionate about. I can see that, and I can see that's why you've had such a long career over, what, 20 years in, in the industry, yeah? Uh, yeah, actually over, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it, it, I started, um, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just waiting to cross the street, I don't want to go across the street when I shouldn't, um, yeah, no, it has been long, and it's not what I thought I would do, right, I mean, you'll appreciate this, as an actor, I thought I was going to be a playwright, I thought journalists were writers who couldn't get work, um, <laughs> I've changed, but, um, you know, and then I, I was in radio, I moved to TV for 19 years, I loved working with picture, I didn't like the studio, really didn't want to be in a studio, and then The Current came along and we, we were, it was a really special moment because we created it together, and it never felt like I was in the studio, it felt like we could cover anything from behind that microphone, and we did, and we sent people out and I went out, but, but um, we brought them to us and we explored, you know, through voices we explored, so... I mean, it wasn't what I expected, um, but but it was better than I expected. And 
Yes. I guess that's what I would say to people starting out. You know, um, don't want my career. You should want your own career. Yes. You can look at my career and say, there are parts of it I like. I would like to do that. But don't be afraid to want to be your own career. You don't have to be Anna Maria. You can be who you are, and that's good enough. Oh, I love that. And it that. might be better than enough. Like, it might, and, and, you know, like, you know. I know. I very likely be better than me. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, it's, um, um, it's just something to think about, you know? And you don't have to, you don't have to decide in your first year in the business. You can, you can move around a little bit. That's, Whether that means uh, geographically or career-wise or both, whatever. That's a very important message to share with women is to not to try to literally emulate people, to be themselves, to be authentic, to go their path of success. Success. Everyone achieves their accolades and their name and builds their name or whatnot on their own terms. And who you probably had no idea some of the stories that you did share that would go completely nationally viral and, and went really big, and then that's what built your name. So it's they have to really just go with the flow and really love what they do, and they will get the accolades from what is meant to be and what the fans like is what I, I really feel. That's very true. I think half the time when people are discouraging people, if it's about their looks, about their talent, it usually has to do with an insecurity within them. And people who are at that kind of resonating at that energy and that level of thinking can see right through that. So when people are classy, especially yourself, you are not a, a celebrity gossip kind of lady, you're a serious journalist, but you do have... A, a very big name within the Canadian industry and well-known in the U.S. as well. So it's like you have to watch out all the time with what content and, and, and what you say and put yourself out as because people are watching, and that's sometimes hard for people to remember, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for your time and taking your time on your vacation to chat with us. But we're really excited for you about your new show called More with Anna Maria that airs on CBC Podcast January 28th. Thank you so much. Thanks for your interest. I really appreciate the conversation. You're a very lovely woman and I'm very inspired by you. So thank you so much to Joanna from uh, CBC PR for connecting us.